But it is what is up, what is good, gamers. This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. Purple bling bling, yo. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 149, the turkey edition, or the post-turkey edition, rather, of the Gaming Vessels podcast. I'm not in this digital studio alone to go along with me. I got my partners in crime first on deck, Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. the gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, bro? Hey, not much. Just uh, happy to be home after, you know, doing Turkey Day. It was crazy. Uh, but as turkey days usually are, um, I am not surprised, but I'm happy to be home, uh, was in my hometown, was great, um, uh, but again, always happy to be home after, after such a long holiday, but, but it was fantastic, so I can't, I can't be too mad about it. Okay. Now, of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. The jabroni chief mm. yeah. who is the food max of gaming who will maximize your gaming dollar what's up bro not much man uh just uh you know you go through like that uh like you know food coma i'm like in a deal coma right now <laughs> <So>. yeah <laughs> it's not lying like I'm looking for more deals, but oh, like ah, like I got my hand in my pants, my zipper is like done. I'm like all full of deals, so I'm full of something. Guess I'll probably tell you what I'm full of, but you're never full. You're constantly. If this, if, if you're able to do it, if you're able, if you're able to get deals, deals will be got. I, I need PlayStation Plus still. That's why I'm on the lookout. My like um, subscriptions running out. Like today i think so so uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. but I, I don't i don't feel like i should pay retail price for it because i initially signed up for it because i wasn't paying retail price so you we'll shouldn't see. have to pay retail price no yeah i think so I, mean, I don't think you should pay retail price for any of these services nope. not at all not at all Indeed. not at all <laughs> so with with that, we're going to jump right into our first topic on the docket, which is always is has been and will continue to be the playlist. All right, uh, let's just kick things off with you, Joe. What you been playing, man? I just been dabbling with a little bit of this, little bit of that. So it's almost like it's like Thanksgiving or something. I'm just like roaming from like dish to dish, but. Uh, Main course has definitely still been Outriders. I've been playing that with Dez. Um, we've both gotten up to a point to where we are seeing new content from that we didn't see when we previously played the game and dropped it like a hot potato on there. So on there. So I think we're at level like 16, 17-ish, I think around that point on there. Still not to the end game or anything like that, but... Uh, you know, it's it's enough to where I'm actually stopping to listen to the narrative. Like I'm actually trying to care about the narrative in the game for some reason. 
And I don't know how you feel about this, Kev, but you know, I don't know if it's just, you know, click, click, click next to get the next story beat, or do you actually care about the half-baked plot of the game? So it's uh, that's 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 a difficult question because I'm I'm only level I'm at level 14 and I yeah. just I just got to the I completed the snow era area and now I'm at I don't know some kind of outpost where they just dropped off some girl that the guy that drives the truck knows. Yeah, we're yeah. a little yeah. bit right after that actually. Yeah. So, so I have no idea. I you know at, if you ask me what what is actually going on up until that point, I I have no idea. <laughs> I I couldn't tell you because I I have it on. I have this the the story cues on and uh, not the story cues, but the um, the audio. You know where where it prints out what's going. Because sometimes with games, uh, the language is all seems a little bit lower. And sometimes I raise it. Sometimes I haven't. I don't. But lately, my gaming has taken place really, 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 really late at night. So to keep things keep things lower, uh, because I don't use headphones, um, I just have the um, uh, they have the, the the transcript of what's being said. I, I set that to on, and I just have that going, and I'll read it. But sometimes, oh, okay. to be honest, I just skip through a lot of that stuff because it's like I really don't care about none of these people. <laughs> Got it. Got it. I don't but blame yeah. you. <laughs> enjoying ourselves so far on there i think des you could probably concur right yeah it's been a lot of fun um getting through it um and yeah i i love that joe wants to you know absorb the lore and understand what's going on so i'm like okay joe let's just you just do your do, do the lore thing it's fine you know so we'll just kind of i'll just kind of hang out and wait for him to do his lore stuff and then everything's great and then we kind of move on. So I may have to have the uh, Gibroni chief tell me what's going on because all I know is that I, they woke me up. Uh, there was this uh, anomaly that took place, and I got superpowers, and I'm, I didn't age, and everybody that was in my original crew aged, and so we're just kind of going around uh, dealing with the survivors of that that first yeah. anomaly encounter. That's that's really all I. Yeah, pretty much in really a nutshell has, has really kind of summarized everything. So, yeah, oh, okay. I mean, you, the the thing that we're the thing that's that's going on is is the black guy that you saved. Um, when and it goes back to the to the to the the opening sequence before the anomaly hit, and you're put into suspended animation. So the guy that you save, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's the guy. When you when you found the probe, that thing on your hand is is supposed to be a place outside of the anomaly where humanity can start over, and so you're trying to find a way to get to that whatever that signal is, you know, because that's mm -hmm. a place beyond the anomaly. So that's that's the goal or the crux of the plot is to is to get beyond the anomaly. That way, humanity, you know, can can survive or do what they're supposed to do or whatever. So, so that's that's technically what we're supposed to be doing. So, okay. yeah. Well, all the and, people uh, that they, you kill, I don't think there's going to be much people getting to the end. <laughs> well, because there's a, because what happened in the, in the in like the thirty years that you were sleeping is 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 there was like a, a, a there's like the have and the have nots and 
and then the the anomaly forced forced too many people to um to be awakened so at a suspended animation so everyone everyone awakened there was a shortage of food and then the people that were in power basically said okay well y'all gonna sit over there and we're gonna close ourselves up behind this gate and that pissed people off and so a war started and that's kind of the what happened and why you know they're fighting with each other and some people got became quote-unquote altered and then the other people didn't so okay so you're you're really fighting insurgents who who just want their piece of the path you know Mm -hmm. so and you're just trying to shepherd humanity as as uh, Uh. seth's you were just was a shepherd humanity so i mean it's it's an age it's a tale as old as time but but I do think that it's it, it has gotten a lot. Beast. Yeah, exactly. So I do think it's gotten that was, it was about shepherding humanity. Well, that's when because that's what that Seth guy, like the the the, the, the uh, high powered super altered, said. It's like you know, yeah. you're you're here to shepherd humanity. I have to protect it, but you have to shepherd it. And I'm just like, oh lord, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that okay. most of this game is basically just sci-fi. You gotta have Jesus trash. complex. Okay, that's so, wonderful. Yeah, sci-fi yeah. channel trash. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, it's 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 fun. It, it like I'm enjoying it. So yeah, give me that, give oh, me that trash. Give me that trash. No, the story is trash. The gameplay is good. Gameplay is you know, it, it it was like okay, but it's like it's much improved. It's like they they just put some butter in there and put some extra you know flavor in there mm-hmm. a little bit. So uh, also been tinkering around with uh, Titan Quest still. Not much to say about that. Just been working through the Immortal Throne campaign um, on the Xbox, uh, dabbling with my usuals over there. Uh, Dragon Quest uh, 11. I'm trying to play that a little bit more because I want to progress. It just seems like I'm putting that on the back burner. Uh, PSO New Genesis, uh, PSO 2 New Genesis. Uh, still playing that. Still trying to level up my Braver. Uh, me and Desmond really haven't played too, too much with him being out of town and whatnot, but uh, still trying to go in and just at least do my weeklies. I'm not all about the daily life with uh, trying to go in there and do the back and forth daily because I, I ain't really achieving anything other than getting like a third set of uh, metallic grills or whatever crap that they're trying to dish out to me. So but can't wait for the new content to drop in a couple of weeks in that and uh playing forza horizon 5 a little bit so i kind of the game is okay i mean it kind of gives me some burnout paradise vibes with just roaming around sometimes and just uh driving i know i switched over to the bronco and was doing a little off-roading and stuff and uh, it has a little uh meters to say okay like you know so and so discovered so many roads and so on and so forth and so Sometimes I'm just driving around in the open world. Sometimes I'm just making sure I try to hit down on the D-pad and go to the next event that's in my area. I don't know how you're approaching it, Kev. You've been kind of dabbling in it, left a little back and forth a little bit. Yeah, I. you know, actually, I did play it. Um... No, I mean, are you just roaming the world? Or are you trying to just get from event to event? And what? Uh, how are you approaching it? I'm just trying to, I'm just going from mission to mission. I, I'm like, I'm not doing a whole lot of the, I know there's like some garage find and there's some lady that keeps telling me I need to take pictures of stuff in the environment. Uh, I'm not doing all that. I, I'm just going from, um, from event to event and just kind of earning money. And cause I, you know, I don't really, 
I don't really care about getting every car in the game or anything like that. Uh, there's only like a certain number of cars, uh, certain cars that I would be after. So I'm, I'm, I'm just playing, going from event to event was is pretty much all I've been, all I would be doing. Yeah, I've been doing a little bit more roaming around, but I'm not playing it. I still the, haven't played it online either. Yeah, I haven't played it online either. Um, you know, obviously in races, I see the drive, you know, drive avatars of everyone, including you, Kev, and everyone else on my friends list. So, have you so, tried to connect uh, just to do an online race? Uh, not yet, no, because uh, uh, I, I might try to do it because I think the only one on my friends list. That usually is playing video games uh, when I'm on and playing that game. When you know when Des- Desmond's not on, is uh, I usually see Gerald playing. Everyone else is like you know, TV, TV, TV. It's the Xbox mantra. So, <laughs> well, um, I've done the um, when you pull up to an event and you have the option to do it solo or to do it multiplayer. I have it, it. It is timed out multiple times. Like I've sit there, sat there through five cycles. Wow. Of uh, yeah, just trying to connect, trying to connect because it, it goes through like a like a countdown, and so like the, the countdown is like a minute where it try where it's waiting for other players to join. Now, of course, a big part of that could be that some everybody else is doing other things. But you know, I'm I'm I've been sitting there for five minutes waiting to connect, and it's just like okay, I've given this thing five cycles, and no, I, it will not connect me to an online game. So I just I I've been I just move on to single player. I mean, they keep saying I know they're saying that you know, ten million people are playing this game, but I can't connect to a freaking multiplayer match. So I don't know. If there's like a particular multiplayer mode that the that the that is like different where everybody's specific races that everybody's doing or or what, but I, I cannot uh, connect to a game. Man, you might be having some issues with your Xbox possibly because I mean it's I don't not my know, Xbox. Is... I, it's not it's not my internet. It it Says it's online. <laughs> it's just I can't connect. Yeah, maybe it's that curse, the curse of Xbox with you or something. Oh, yeah. I remember like Dark Alliance was a no go with you too, and it's just like it just like seems like you and Microsoft just can't be copacetic, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Don't like you, buddy. They're like, no. Xbox don't like black people unless they're oh. working for them. Are you an Xbox yeah. Black? Are you are you building? <laughs> no. Oh, nah. Sorry. Take it. Take it. Take his online away. See, you done said too much bad stuff about Phil. <laughs> Phil's coming to get you. He's coming to get you. Oh, maybe you need to go and uh, you know I'll, I'll put a good in wor- a word in with uh, Lefty Brown to see if he can negotiate with the uh, Microsoft Corporation to see. Please yeah. do. Please do. Yeah, tell him really I'm a disenfranchised it. black person, a minority. So you know. Yeah. Let them know. Yeah, so they'll, they'll, maybe they'll send me a a a, a black a, a a February black person's controller in February. Yeah, yeah you never know. 
<laughs> be a minority uh, VP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, what I've been playing around with. So, Kev, what else have you been playing besides uh, Forza Horizon 5 and Outriders? So, I've been playing uh, Ultra Age. I'm oh, you went back? I went back, yeah. I I don't know why, <laughs> but I did. And I'm still fighting that damn last boss. And once you have a better... I haven't beat him yet, but I'm real close to beating him. Uh, I feel... He'll juke, and I'll not catch the juke in time and not dodge it, and that's usually what wipes me out, and I don't have enough health refills to finish him off. But um, once you've got an idea of when he dash of the direction where he goes, it's still bad programming. Don't don't get me wrong. Once you get an idea of where he's going to dash off to, you just have I just know where generally to put the camera when he does his okay i'm gonna fly away from you move um and i've also learned uh that you just have to stay in his face as much as possible there's no you sometimes you can knock him out of that move depending uh there for folks who haven't played this game there are modules that you unlock and one of the modules that you can unlock for your skills is critical hit or critical damage, <clears throat> which critical is not really, it, it doesn't imply, it implies something that it doesn't really do. Basically, all critical does is if it's high enough, it will knock enemies and bosses out of their certain special moves. And you can, if you have, if you have your critical uh, skill, your critical module built up to level three. Uh, I can't remember if there if anything goes beyond level three or not. I don't think so. Um, but if it's level three or higher, you can knock him out of that. Not that he not that he goes into a stunned state, but he just you'll just knock him out of the move. I mean, he'll still be trying to attack you and everything else, but you'll knock him out of that move sometimes. But I, I kind of know where he's going to dash off to now so I can have the camera set up. You know, oh, it's like, okay, this is this is the tail that he's going to do his dash off and he's going to fly off the camera. Okay, so he's going to fly off to the right or he's going to fly off to the left, depending on where I'm fighting him on the stage. So I, I just kind of picked up on, on that. Uh, <clears throat> On Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving day, it was, no, it was, uh, yeah, Thanksgiving night, rather. Uh, no, it was the day before Thanksgiving. Huh? It, all the days start running together. Uh, I played with my nephew, EJ, and we played some Dragon Ball Fighters, and it was it was a bloodbath. I think we did, like, 40, 30 or 40 games, and maybe I won one? <laughs> Uh, because I, he's, it, it, it's like, it's, you know, it's like a two-year-old, it was like a two-year-old fighting, you know, Sonic Fox in that game. It was just, it was just a, a bloodbath. Um, but he's really, really, really good at that game. Uh, he's really good at, he's good at several fighting games. Like I went and I got, um, 
his main game is uh, Smash Brothers. So I went and that was one of the things I did over Black over during Black Friday is I repurchased um, Smash Brothers. So I can I can play with him in that game, and that'll also probably be a bloodbath as well. <laughs> but it's always great to to play games with uh, with my nephew. I, I love that guy, uh, and like I like I like I tell him as I have your sister call me because I love I love my nieces too, but they don't they don't they don't call me. <laughs> mm. my, my nephew. I'm putting all the business out on the podcast, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. You're just Uncle Kev. So yeah, yeah. Call y'all uncle, y'all. <laughs> but, but I, I played. A, I we we were on there for a good two hours, maybe an hour and a half, two hours, something, just going through, just playing and catching up, and you know, checking in, see how he's doing. Um, and it's like I. I went back and I've been I've been I've been still on the lookout for a for a hitbox controller and nobody's got them in stock and I even went to eBay but I'm not paying $700 for a controller. Mm-hmm. Not going to do it. And uh, the, the people that make the hitbox uh they're coming out with a PS5 specific one sometime. <laughs> so uh, at least according to their website, but there's no hint on that, and there's no no hint on when they're going to get PS4 restocks or any of that. So I think what I'm just going to have to do uh, is I'm just going to have to sit down and just get better with the game with the with the stick. I mean, it, it's it's just I it, it I get I got old man wrist, so doing uh, instant air dashes is problematic. Um, but uh, since I can't get a hell of a hitbox, I might have to just do that because I do want to do want to get better at the game and not just be a poor uh, practice dummy for my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> we should help out the next generation, you know. <laughs> yeah, put up a little bit of a fight. So uh, yeah, well, if you to- want some true scrub sport, you should like you know hit me up, just like <laughs> back in the day, you know. I'm not lying. <laughs> so. But yeah, I did that. Um, played, oh, yeah, I mentioned Ultra Age, Forza Horizon Five, and I did play a little Outriders, um, and I f- got past the Frozen Tundra part, and now I'm I'm at some uh, some outpost where they just dropped off this girl that the guy that drives the truck around knows, and that's where I stopped. So I'm about level fourteen in outriders uh like i said because i've been playing really 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 late um i haven't i haven't seen you guys or anybody else that i would be playing games with online so it's just i've been captain solo uh for for all of my gaming outside of playing with ej so uh but yeah that's pretty much what i've been playing uh so des what you've been playing bro Alrighty, so uh, like you, I've been playing Outriders, um, enjoying it. Um, it's been a lot of fun, and continue, and we'll continue to play it. So, and then uh, I went back to uh, ESO online. They had a, um, uh, they had a 
what was it a sale on on blackwood which was the newest expansion and i forgot that i had had already had a whole bunch of uh stuff in the game because i played it so long ago and so then i uh just you know spent the money downloaded it and i've been having a really good time with it um it's a it's it's just got tons and tons of uh hours of gameplay that you can play and you can start anywhere you want um everything is relatively open there's tons of guides everywhere and so you know just just i I think this might i don't know if it will or not but this might be the game that i'll just kind of turn on and play you know do a couple of missions go back and you know play a little bit here and there and maybe this will be my be my mmo so i don't don't know if that's true or not or or what's really going to happen but you know i've i i I have been liking my time back in um in eso so it's been a lot of fun um and then the last game that i played was ruined king uh which was the airship syndicate uh game which was from riot games for um was it league of legends was that it joe yeah that's yeah that's what I thought. So, uh, but yeah, I have just been um, playing that game now. Um, and it, again, is a lot like, um, it's a lot like, uh, I always get it wrong, Battle Chasers. So if you've played Battle Chasers, you have probably played uh, a little bit of this game. I think sometimes some of this stuff can be a little bit uh extra for the sake of being extra and by that i mean um they have a new thing called a uh called a um uh uh these lanes that you attack with and there's different things for different lanes that you do with different for different abilities and there's people that have um they have people that have abilities and you have to hit them hit them uh with, with with a specific lane ability in order to disable it so there's a bit more um in, there's a bit more interesting stuff in the game that i was not expecting but it's been it's been really fun so far um and the designs are just fantastic i'm a huge joe mad fan so uh designs have been really nice uh the gameplay uh once you get used to the lanes and the type of um, abilities you have and when to use the abilities, the game really starts to open up. Uh, I'm really on rails right now because I'm still in the in the beginning part of the game. But I know that once everyone gets everyone meets each other and I really start getting into the actual meat of the game, uh, things will be different um, because then I'll just be able to do what I need to do in order to uh, play the game. So. So at this point, I've been I've been super super happy with it. So, um, and if you want to play Joe, uh, I think I think you have the game, but I do think that you should you should you should you should play it. I think you would really like it. It's really it's really fun. I'll probably have to push it up my backlog, and you know I downloaded it, but uh, I was excited because it shadow dropped, and we talked about it on the last show, and. Uh, something to play that's for sure so. well no and, and i finally like i i finally was able to actually sit down and, and play it for a minute and it got really like it got really good and i was like oh damn like, this is a really good this is a really good game um and and it, one of the one of the people that i was watching uh one of the things that they were saying was they were hoping that it would get they would um shorten the animations because the animations in the game is are pretty are pretty brutal because they're really long, but but they're really well animated. And I'm like, 
but that's okay. You know, I think it's great that, that you have a little bit of extra stuff that you can do um, in the game. I, I don't see that that's a problem really, but you know, some people do think that it is because, because when you do their special move, uh, they do have a bit of an animation attached to it, but I think the animations look great. And I've only seen like, like one specific animation uh, because I've only really played one person. Um, I, I just got the second person because, of course, in the game everyone is separated out, and then you have to meet them all and and do your thing. So, but at this point, I'm like I said, I'm really liking it. Um, it is turn based, uh... so probably you probably won't like it, Kev. But but the um, the uh, the actual gameplay is really good. So. So you but, think? Uh, I know Kev doesn't usually like uh, turn-based, but he does play Persona, so it's like. Uh... I think this might be a bit too slow for him. Um, I think that's the only problem. Is is it really? It really takes its time. <laughs> it really takes its time doing stuff. So you're kind of like, uh, you know, as you're as you're kind of waiting there doing your stuff. So you're kind of like, uh, and nobody got uh, time for that. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's like they always because when they're because when they're doing their stuff, it's like it's like you sit there and then you have to kind of think about you know where is this gonna go? What's who's this and what's this gonna do? And 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 it's not that it's bad. It's just it's just you really have to. I was not expecting having to put so much effort into um into it. You know, oh yeah, that's definitely not my type of game. But again, but again, once you get used to it, once you get used to it, it goes a little bit faster. But but at this point, not that I've seen, you can't really uh, you can't really move the um, the stuff forward or not. So so like you you can't shorten the animations or stuff. So if you get tired of the animations and like the main girl that I played for the first one, she has this special move where she literally like throws her guns up in the air and hits it with her feet and kicks it with her with her her butt or some other stuff and it's really like cool to watch the first like two times you see it but then after that it's like all right come on get to do the move come on let's go <laughs> <laughs> seriously it's like okay she's, she's hitting yeah. it with her ass okay cool yay well so, i mean the thing the thing for me with like persona is that they've added interactive actions that you can do that if you do them correctly, that will yield you additional bonus damage. So it's almost like you're, they're kind of actionizing. I know that's not a word, but a action actionizing the turn-based combat. Yeah, adding and events that, to it. That and the story is what locks me into Persona. Um, there are there are different um, things that that do, that does that does pop up. That's kind of interesting, and by that I mean um if you if you fight a if you meet a character and you fight them in a in a in a in a specific area you will have um you'll have little um uh, effects that you have to because it's like it puts you in a line and so like you'll see on the bottom where when people are going to attack and then it kind of like the it's kind of like a countdown from final fantasy and then if you you have to pick moves that don't 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 make you fall within a certain area or you'll take damage um, or you'll take like um, um, environmental damage. So it, there are there's small little little things like that during combat. But but again, I, I just think that it will move a little too slow 
you know, and and there really isn't any, not, not that I've seen so far. Again, this might change later on, but there isn't really anything that really just kind of says like, you know, oh, you know, let's let's add some more stuff to it, or let's, you know, there's nothing that's really making it like stand out super super well right now. But again, I'm still in the early stages of the game. Um, I'm really enamored with the uh, with the uh, art style and everything. So so we'll see if if the art style, because um, once the art style is done and I'm tired of looking at it, we'll see if it has anything that's going to keep my interest. So at this point, I think it will, but but we'll see. But but that's it. That's all that I've been playing. I'm hoping to play uh, some more stuff. You know, I picked up some stuff during Black Friday while I was while I was visiting. Um, well, I hung out with Joe, so we'll, well, I hope that we'll, you know, I hope that I'll be able to play some more stuff. Hopefully, yeah. We will. I know, I know. I know. Uh, okay. So that's going to move, uh, that's going to move us to our next topic on our docket, which is we're going to talk a little bit, speaking of Black Friday, talk a little bit about Black Friday hauls. So, I'm going to pass this on to Des, and we're going to go ahead and get into some of uh, not only what we we picked up, but what some of our listeners picked up, and kind of share share the joy of uh, the Black Friday holiday, quote unquote. So Des, you got the mic, man. All righty. So yeah, this is a, a a segment that pops up like usually once a year uh, around around the Black Friday time. So for my Black Friday, I actually um, I, it was funny. I went and hung out with Joe, and uh, the first thing I said was like, "All right, let's go out, let's go out buy some games." And he was like, he was like, "Giddy up!" So, <laughs> so seriously, and so we left Paul at the house, and we bounced out, buddy. We went we we. We went out and, we, and I bought some games, so I was I was excited. And you know, Joe, you know he he is ever the um, he is ever the encourager. So you know, so Joe was like, "Let's go!" And, and so we went we went to the Game Stops and uh, I picked up uh, what did I pick up? So I'm not going to count Cavalry Two as a Black Friday get because uh, Joe got that. Uh, for like for like ten bucks at Walmart not, when it was on sale. So not cavalry, chivalry. Oh, chivalry, cal- whatever. <laughs> so chivalry too. He got that for like ten bucks. You know, so I got that. So the games that I got was I got Far Cry Six. I got the PS4 version because uh, GameStop was running a um, GameStop was running a buy to get one free. So I bought the PS4 version because it was on sale and, and then has a free PS5 upgrade. So I went ahead and got that. I also bought Scarlet Nexus. Uh, it was on sale. I mean, it was a used copy, but it was relatively cheap. And then I got Bravely Default 2 for the Switch. So, oh, and that that uh, Scarlet Nexus was PS4 too, because again, it also has a free upgrade. So, so those are the games that I picked up at GameStop the first day, the first day. And then on the way out of town, uh, I stopped because for whatever reason, I have never played a Watch Dogs title. And the Watch Dogs Legion PS5 version was on sale for like $13.99. So they were just blowing it out at, at GameStop. So I, I went and I hopped in. And then for whatever reason, I was looking at different games. Um, and I picked up. Um, 
Shadow Shadowverse Champions Battle on Nintendo Switch, and it's a it's a it was a mobile game that that got a got an upgrade and was put on the Switch, and it's supposed to be really good. It got really good. Uh, it's a card battler, so it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like um, if you if any of you out there have ever played. Um, like uh hearthstone it's like a hearthstone but with like anime um social uh social uh interactions because you're this new character in this new um in this new school and everyone uh is doing this like fighting in this shadow shadow first championships where you have these card battles but the thing that makes it hilarious is these are all like 10 and 11 year olds or 12 year olds maybe that are in junior high and it's all this straight up like life life altering life stakes and you're like wait what <laughs> so so the levels so it has all this weird like like pre-pubescent teen drama in it for like these these like junior high schoolers and stuff and like i think it has like a shadowy organization but the way it's played is it's not played for laughs or anything like it is totally serious about it so it just comes off just like hilarious so people were all people were saying it, it has like like the voice acting is actually pretty good and and they really like take the the time to really like sell the game and make it and make it like like this is really happening to these people and the interactions are real and Oh, you you have to learn. You have to get your mega three eyed dragon, and you have to get it to fight. You know this guy for the fate of the world. So I don't know. It just it just <laughs> seems so silly. So I was like, okay, you know, it got sounds like it. What was that? Sounds like it. Yeah, it is just it just seems so silly, and it has like the it has the classic anime, uh, anime tropes, and everyone has like multicolored multicolored hair, and you know. I don't know. It just it just looks. It must be it must be based on a on a show or something. I didn't really do much research except for I, I looked for the reviews and the reviews were like you know it's actually kind of a refreshing little card card battler. So and I was like okay and it was on sale so I picked it up you know for Switch. So who knows it might be a hidden gem in the future. I don't know. So I just kind of took a chance with it and decided I was gonna do it. So. So uh, those were really the only games that I got. I've been coveting a um, an Xbox uh, Series S XS controller because all of them are on a, a discount right now. I want to get the Pulse Red. Though Joe wants to get the what was it Sapphire Blue or whatever or Aqua uh, Aqua Glass aqua shift but i'm aqua not buying shift. it so. so but i need a secondary controller so i was thinking about buying it but all of the game stops around here are sold out and best buy has it but they don't have it by this for the same price and i was thinking okay well then i'll just price match it but then at the same time uh the last time last year when i tried to price match shit they were like nope we're not doing price matches on black friday and i was like no they're not see so so i don't so then I just don't think I'm going to be able to, to, to get it, which is fine. Walmart, man. Walmart. Yeah. I was just trying to, I was just trying to use credit for it. So, but yeah. that's, and I'll probably end up going to Walmart um, and pick it up sometime. I didn't want to go uh, today. There's um, a deal online. I'll talk to you after the show. Sure. I'll send you the schematics about it. So cool. I'm, I'm down. Just let me know. 
It, it involves uh, a purchase of a pack of gum to put the order over 50 bucks. <laughs> okay. Well, sure. so $10 sure. off a $50 purchase, but obviously the controller is like $49 and some odd cents. And so you got to endure an extra cost of some Wrigley Spearmint gum. Sure. In there. So, okay. I, Just you and your deals, dude. I swear. <laughs> I swear you are out of control. Hey, I'm not the one. Uh, I don't create these deals. These deals are are yeah, there. Yeah, but for you the, always find the, the weird ones. Like you always find like, oh, you have to. You'll get it for this price, but you have to like, you know, you you have to buy a fingernail clippers, or you'll have to, <laughs> you know, you'll have to. <laughs> you have to sign up for this free this free coupon, you know, or you have to, you know, you know, tell them your blood type. <laughs> So like you're you're always that guy, which is fun. So so whatever. But yeah, we could talk more about it after the show. So but that's all that I picked up. But uh, one of our listeners on our Discord, uh, Alberto, shared his what he got, and it looks like Alberto, you know, uh, went out and he got his stuff. Like he went and he did the do. I was like, go on, buddy. But so, so for Steam, oh yeah, I didn't pick anything up for Steam yet. Joe and I looked at Steam, but we haven't picked anything up yet. But it looks like our friend Alberco went and took a, took um, advantage of the autumn autumn Steam sale. It's not Black Friday; it's the autumn Steam sale. So he got a XCOM Ultimate Collection, all the uh, 2K XCOMs, XCOMs Enemy Unknown, XCOM 2 Collection, XCOM Chimera Squad. That's great. Uh, Tales of Arise, Record of Lotus War, uh, Deadlight and Wonderland, Dead Deadline, Dead Dead Lit, sorry, Dead Lit in Wonderland, whatever. Yes. Uh, Resident <laughs> Evil Village, Mass Effect, Andromeda Deluxe, yeah, yeah, love that Mass Effect. And then for Switch, he got he got Four Gone, which is a fantastic game. He got Quake, uh, Torchlight Three. Uh, Wizard of Legend, fantastic game, really good roguelite. Uh, the Persistence, uh, I don't do scary games, so that's fine. And then Hand of Fate 2. Hand of Fate 2 is fantastic. The first one is pretty good too, but the second one, they basically uh, improved on every element, at least in my opinion. So yeah, it looks like you got a pretty, uh, a lot of really good deals. I know that Joe and I need to, we, we sat down and looked uh, when I was hanging out with him. We stopped, I stopped and I asked him, you know, let's look at the Steam sale. And we were looking at stuff, but we didn't find anything just yet. So I know we're going to probably uh, do that do that a little bit later today or tomorrow. It's going on for a while, so I'm not really terribly worried about it. But we will be buying something. So speaking of uh, Joe, Mr. Jabroni Chief, buddy, what did you pick up? I know you, you're dying to share. Uh, well, I talked a little bit last show about some of like that buy two, get one I got on there. But uh you know, uh, idle hands and all that crap <laughs> talking about picking up games. So from GameStop, I picked up this uh, like indie roguelike platformer called Blue Fire on there. And, then, you know, I'm picking off the, like the really cheap like um, used games. And so I repurchased Dead Rising 3 for the Xbox One on there because I don't have it for that platform for whatever reason and i enjoyed playing that game previously and it was like six bucks so kind of happy with that and um digitally on psn i picked up a few stuff up on the indie sale i uh picked up uh what did i pick up here going back and looking at my list here 
Bear with me a second here. I love that he has a list about the stuff that he picks up. It's always <laughs> no, no, no. I have to go into my games library, and, and I had I clicked on the wrong link. So no, I know, I know, Joe. But it's, this is always fun that you have like a ton of stuff that you that you're like you have like a list of stuff. That way you're not buying to, you know, stuff again. You know. Yeah, I, visually, I I, I picked up Immortals: Phoenix Rising with the complete edition with all those DLC. I wound up trading in my actual disc copy because i wanted to get the deal with everything under the sun so I, I got a good value i mean i traded in the game the disc for like 16 bucks and i wound up picking up the uh game and the dlc for like 28 i believe and then i also picked up hong kong massacre uh short hike uh fell seal uh arbiters mark uh, Great game. king which we talked about uh kimiko which is a really cheap like two three dollar like zelda-esque game i think you picked this up previously on the switch right right des i think yeah yeah and then i picked up another like kind of a jrpg but done by americans you know it's like almost an homage to uh jrpgs the uh, shadows of adam and then i picked up uh, rebel galaxy outlaw which is another game i know you talked about previously uh, yeah. des played it a couple times it's not bad yeah and then also picked up uh, Gunman Clive HD Collection, which is currently on sale. But this game was originally like a little like arcadey type game mm -hmm. that was on the DS and 3DS on there, and they brought it out for PlayStation. So it was like like three dollars, like something ridiculous. So so, and then also picked up Crash Bandicoot Four uh, for twenty five bucks. Uh, it was on sale at Walmart. And then I broke down and I saw, <laughs> broke down, <laughs> I saw a deal and I just couldn't resist, basically. I picked up uh, one terabyte uh, NVMe uh, WD Black SN850 and I picked up a heat sink uh, uh, from Amazon. So I am upgrading my PlayStation 5 with some extra terabyte of memory on there. So um, Best Buy has it, had it on sale far as his MVME stick for 150 so went ahead and did the do on that so I'll let you guys know how that goes on there so picked up the heat sink off of Amazon for like you know 13 bucks so mm. I don't know if were you still thinking about doing this Kev I wasn't sure if, if you were angling or whether it's still too pricey for you I'll do it I'm just not in a rush to do it I'm not ready yeah. to pay 200 bucks for uh, memory yeah. uh, i can i can wait <laughs> i can wait i got a six terabyte uh regular hard drive that i can play the the shuffle game with so it's 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 not it's not exactly high on my uh on my list i mean eventually i'm going to do it because i want to do it but i, I just don't want to pay 200 150 200 for memory no, i don't blame you i don't need it that bad and then last but not least, uh, picked up, even though I didn't like the game when I first played it, uh, I listened to a podcast or two talking about how the beginning of the game is kind of the worst part. And so I picked up a cheap copy of Writer's Republic. So, Yeah, uh, it's funny. I heard that Writer's Republic is actually pretty good. Um, I don't yeah. know if that's true or not, but they uh folks have have said 
that it is pretty good. So um, now that I know that you picked it up, I might have to pick it up too. It's you know. 25 bucks at Walmart and at GameStop at the moment. So then again, super deep discounts on these games that literally just came out. It's bananas. Like I can't like it just Oh, and I double dipped on Guardians too. So they were oh, yeah, Guardians with the steel book and yeah, all this crap. So. Steel book got you got you fainting. So not surprised. Uh, I, I figured I could trade in my other copy I picked up and just basically being e- equivalent exchange to bring up some yep. uh, some like got uh, you full metal alchemist yes got you fiending. he's like please i can't i can't say i can't say no to you steelbook i can't say no to you <laughs> it happens. well they look so shiny they, it's like it's like they twinkle in his eyes they're like oh steelbook are, are you are you communicating with my uh, like uh, inner consciousness or something? Is that how, <laughs> how how you're able to like extract all this out? Yep, I'm I'm talking to your, your <laughs> you're inner, able your to inner, pr- pr- your inner jabroni, my uh, subconscious mind. Your inner jabroni is like you know telling me it's like yes, but it's okay. Like I want you to I want you to experience you know your jabroniness you know as best as you can, buddy. So, so Kev, uh, okay. what did you get, buddy? Uh, so I went. I took advantage of the Target buy get three for two deal. So I can't remember if I mentioned this last week or not. So I got um, Hot Shots Racing, Ghostbusters. For those who remember that, that there was a that the PS4 remake, I guess, of the PS3 360 game. I uh, got Ghostbusters, and I got the first Lego game <laughs> I've ever purchased. I got, uh, I don't know why I chose that one, maybe because it was part of the deal, but it was the uh, Jurassic Park Lego uh, game. So I, I don't know which movie uh, it's it's based off of or if it's a compilation of all the movies or not. But so I got honestly. Okay. I got those. And the, the reason I think the reason I got that is because I think it was E3. There's like an upcoming uh, Lego Star Wars, a Skywalker saga. Yep. Yeah, it's that got, it's looks got all of them. really fun. And I've never really been like, oh, oh I got to play these Legos, these Lego. I think I played one way back in the 360 days. And that was like the first, I you know, and it was I just not I didn't like it. I just I played a little bit of it and wound up trading it back for something else that was uh, that for a bright and shiny that I wanted to get a hold of. So, um, so technically, it's the second Lego game that I purchased, and so I'll be trying that out at some point. Um, as far as other Black Friday deals, uh, I picked up uh, another year of PlayStation Plus, uh, picked up another uh, three-month Game Pass Ultimate hookup, did that through GameStop. One one thing that I thought was kind of interesting is that the GameStops don't have the cards in stock. Uh, They didn't have, or at least the one that I went to, and I didn't didn't make a big, didn't didn't try and go and go from spot to spot just because I wanted to fit the physical card. But the one that I usually frequent, they didn't have any Game Pass Ultimate cards. They didn't have any 
uh, PlayStation Plus cards. They had the deal, but they they did not have they did not have the physical cards, and was weird because um, I bought the PlayStation Plus deal in store, but they could not give me that the deal that they had on Game Pass Ultimate for the three month one. They said, oh yeah, for whatever reason, they, their computer could not connect or did not mm-hmm. uh, register the deal. Even though both were online deals, only the PlayStation Plus one was allowed them to do the in-store transaction. The Xbox one, they said, yeah, you're going to have to do that one uh, either through the app or on your computer. They lying. Which was <laughs> I thought was very weird. I don't know. That GameStop, whenever there's something weird going on, the, the GameStop that's closest to where I live, it, it that's the one that's going to be that's the one that's going to be the problem well you know the dude was actually he was showing me what he was doing on the screen but like he turned us he said i you know see here i i it's not letting me act so I, I again i don't know so i did that um also picked up uh demon slayer because i've been wanting to i've been wanting to to check that game out for a while Picked up Demon Slayer, picked up um, Far Cry 6. Uh, I got that one for Xbox. Um, uh, let's see, Demon Slayer, Far Cry 6. There was a Too bad you didn't get Far Cry 6 for PS5 because we could have all played co-op. So, You know, the, re- you know, I, the, reason, I, the reason I didn't, yeah, well, I, it the when you play co-op in that game it doesn't transfer over so like if you join like if you join dez's game and you play through the game uh with him you still have to do that stuff on your own if you want to continue it the the, you don't share the progress so that's annoying yeah so it is it's like i What's the point of doing co-op if you can't if if you don't share the progress that 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 doesn't make any sense. So they had they had the uh, they had both in there, but I I picked up a whole bunch of stuff for PlayStation already. So it's like eh, I'll I'll, I'll show the I'll show the 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 Xbox some love and just get it there because I I won't be playing that co-op with anybody because you you can't. You can't share the <laughs> you can't share the progress. You just got to do the stuff over. So it's just a matter of who 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 on your friends list wants to get the progress and who wants to play those sections over again. It's like yeah, I'll just play it solo. Um, what else did I get? Uh, I got something. I want to say I got something. Oh, uh, digitally, I went on the the PSN store. And I picked up a Bladed Fury. They had played Bladed Fury for seven bucks, even though I already have it on PC uh, through Steam. I'd rather play it. I'd rather play it on console. So I grabbed the uh, grabbed it on PlayStation. Um, got Hong Kong Massacre as well. And let's see. There, I think there was another game that I wound up getting, but like it's escaping me. No, no, I think that that's it. And let's see. Uh, oh, and by the middle of next month, middle of December, uh, I will be moving. I will be residing on planet 4K. Uh, 
I got me really? uh yep, yeah, got me a four K TV coming. Oh damn! Should be delivered sometime in uh, about about middle of December. So, oh, did you get a C one OLED? I did. Oh I did damn! Sixty five or which one did you get? Uh, sixty five. Oh right on. So what are you gonna yeah. do with your uh, stand? Are you gonna replace it or? Uh. I don't know. Uh, the 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 stand is not this stand is going to have to go because I'm either that or I'm going to have to get a universal. Uh, I'm not going to wall mount this. I I, I I don't like wall mounted TVs, but um, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to either reconfigure everything on my stand. Or I'm gonna have to just have to get another one. And uh, you know, full disclosure, this this was this was a gift. This was a gift, you know. Uh shout out to moms. Everybody who, who oh, has your moms out there, man. it's like, yeah, this was this wouldn't have happened. This was all because of moms, because it's like and it was funny, it was like we were all just kind of sitting around the, the table of Thanksgiving, and it was like uh well what do you guys want to you know my mom still asks <laughs> ask everybody what they want for christmas and i wasn't even going to i wasn't even going to mention the tv uh but i you know i just told her i said i was i i'm, I'm going to buy a tv but you know we had all these repairs and all this nonsense that happened this past year and ate up all my fun money so she's like which tv were you going to get and i said well i was looking at the the LG, and she's like, she just reached a person here. Go ahead, buy it. Aww. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, and it was funny because I was going to go ahead and get the the 55 inch because I know that one would fit on my stand. And she's looking at me on the looking at what I'm doing on the phone. She's like, "Is that the size you wanted?" I was like, well, yeah, it's like because I I had to do the measurements to make to, to see if the sixty five would fit on there, and I I said I don't think a sixty five is going to fit on there. She's like, no. She said, get the one, get the get get the sixty five. She's like, no, put that, take that out of your cart. <laughs> so I, for those who don't know, I've got the best mom in the world. So uh, right around the middle, yeah, somewhere second week of December, I will get my sixty five inch OLED uh shipped to me so so yeah so that was pretty cool um so yes a 50 year old man is getting gifts from his mom y'all kiss my ass if you got no that's awesome (laughs) yeah Yeah, mine too that's awesome get it buddy I'm not. Yeah, I, wasn't I, talking, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't talking to you two. I know. I know. I'm just, just it, it, putting it out. You know, I, I, it, in putting it out in there. It's like, oh, this, this, this guy can't pay for his own shit. And it's like, no, it's well, not no, like I, that. No, <laughs> no. See, and that's the thing, people. Dude, I am cranked like, out over. Yeah. I am cranked out over almost ten thousand dollars of expenses. People don't know. Year, so. a, ton of, a ton of shit. Already, you know, out out this year. So, so like, no, yeah. you can't, just can't come be up. Uh, Captain just Mike M or anything. It's now not all of us got that scratch. So, <laughs> so I am. Yeah, TVs in every room and bathroom and in the outhouse and in the back. Hell yeah! So no, I, I'm all good. I'm so, I am, yeah. I am happy for you, buddy. Oh, thank you, thank you. So, okay. so yeah, that has been my 
uh, my Black Friday haul. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we got Trader Joe. Did you already? Yeah. You already, did you? Yeah, I remember I was going off. Oh yeah. Like 10, uh, oh, rattling yeah. off ten million things. <laughs> Trader Joe got his though. goodness too. Yeah. I I can't uh, I can't justify buying a new TV, but. You know, I could, no. I mean, but I'm not. Do so you have like a what is it, a hundred inch TV or something like that? No, I got a 65 inch Vizio. It's like I bought it a couple of years ago, but it's it's only 60 hertz. It's not 120 hertz like you know. The oh old no. Hertz. And uh, oh. I don't I don't have all the bells and whistles. I don't have like G Sync, Free Sync, all that stuff. Yeah. Shouldn't have said anything. Now he's got TV in me. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's the Honestly, I just internally, when it, when it was time to, uh, when, when I was thinking about the TVs, because I was sold on the high sense, the UHE, mm-hmm. uh, really, because I think that I think that TV is just absolutely fantastic. It's it it's outdoing Sony and Samsung uh, TVs <laughs> that are twice and almost three times as expensive. Uh, the reason I went with the LG and the only reason I went with the LG over the Hisense is because it has all of its its HDMI ports are 2.1 and the UHG only has two, one or two. And uh, you can, so all of I don't have to. If for for whatever reason, you know. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have to have a, a an HDMI 2.1 splitter, like when I connect my PC and my two consoles. I would not have to have a splitter to have them all use the 2.1 uh, connector port. Uh, each each unit can have its own dedicated 2.1 slot. So that's why I went on hitting got the uh, got the LG. It's it's. And it and every reviewer is saying it's the best TV on the market. So right now, so I w- that that's the reason I went with that instead of the UAG because the UAG is still fantastic and it probably would have been the one I wound up I would have bought with my uh, my own money if it wasn't for the fact that the LG had more 2.1 ports on it. And that's what won the day. <laughs> So, that makes sense. Yeah. So well, that's cool. what I that's that that was my haul. Did we have any more responders other than Alberto for the Black Friday haul list? No. Nah, uh, but uh, if anyone out there wants to send their like final bill of sale, <laughs> we'll be more than glad to read it off on the show and talk about it. So. Alrighty. So that's going to move us into the main event. So once again, Dez, you got the mic, man. All righty. So for our main event, uh, we asked, what are your favorite memories with Xbox over the last 20 years? This is due to the this is due to Xbox celebrating its 20th anniversary. Uh, let us know of your history, both green ring and red ring moments. Don't it's okay, Kev. It can't hurt you anymore. Uh, <laughs> and we will discuss it in our next episode. So, Kev, I want to start uh, off with I'll, you. Because... I'll show you on the doll where the X where the yep. Xbox red ring me. Uh. Yep. All right. <laughs> Speaking of, I want to start with you. I want to start with you, Kev, because I know that you have a, a long and storied past with um 
with the uh, Xbox. So, so yeah. What it, now? We're only talking about the good stuff. So, so what is some of the good stuff? All right, the good stuff. The so the original console, which I still have. Um, what grabbed me initially, because you know, I was definitely in. I've been in. You know, moving from Nintendo, and I, I don't really say moving from Nintendo because, you know, I've I've been I've been multi, a multi-platform console owner since I've been buying my own. Well, even before I started buying my own consoles, uh, but since I've been since I've been spending my own money to buy to buy these trinkets, uh, I've been multi-platform. So I had Nintendo and. PlayStation and Sega. So, you know, like I said, since I've been spending my own money. But when the Xbox came out, um, I thought it was kind of interesting that the Windows people, the people that, you know, that worked on Windows 98 <laughs> were, were coming out with a with a plat with a with a console. I thought that was kind of odd, but I was like, okay, let's see what's going on. And initially, I did not see anything that grabbed my attention until Itagaki demoed uh, Ninja Gaiden on, and I can't remember what was that. That must have been E3 2001, E3, yeah, something like that. And when he showcased what he was doing with Ninja Gaiden, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold. Uh, that, that's that's that's. I, I need to get. I need to get me one of these. So um, when I picked up, the, I, I bought the console when Ninja Gaiden released. And if I want to say Ninja Gaiden was not a launch, it was not a launch title. It came out. I want to say it came out a year, almost a year after the original Xbox launch. So I was not out there day one when this console dropped. I got it when Ninja Gaiden dropped. But when I got it, um, I picked up Halo Combat Evolved. I've never been, FPSs were okay, uh, but it was never, Halo was not the the selling point for me on the console. It was Ninja Gaiden. Uh, but I also play games like, uh, like, uh, 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 what's that, what's that, Mech, Mech, Mech Warrior, Mech, Mech, what is it? It's not Mech, uh, Assault. Mech Assault, Mech Assault. There was, yeah, Mech Assault One was the bee's knees. Was that was my multiplayer, my console multiplayer game of choice. The first Mech Assault, Mech Assault Two, I thought was a step backwards because you did not have full selection of all the mechs, like only certain mechs could be used on certain maps and then they had this stupid thing where you had to run to the mech try to get the mech that you wanted and try to outrun the people on your team it was dumb so <laughs> i i i thought the single player the campaign was interesting in mech assault 2 but the multiplayer was just not fun and then they had this they had this in mech assault 2 they had this thing uh, like consistent war where battles would take place, uh, whether you were online or off. So if you were part of that mode, you would come in and see what had taken place. And it, it's like an asynchronous online multiplayer of some sort. 
uh, I didn't really mess around with that. But the, the problem with Mech Assault 2 was that the group that I played with from that I played with from one when Mech Assault 2 came out, it was like where you could be in a uh, a world hub. Uh, it became like a almost like a dating. It was almost like a dating hub, where mm-hmm. it was like there was there was like <laughs> like the, there was like girls jumping in there, and these dudes were like asking for uh, you know ASL. It was it was weird. It was weird. So. I really didn't like I said the the multi the multiplayer wasn't as good but the hub world kind of became this uh you know e harmony <laughs> before uh that's kind of scary but very scary you know it was it was absolutely freaking bizarre but um but yeah the the original Xbox was my platform of choice between uh, PlayStation 2 and that console with regard to a third party. So if a game came out for PS2 and the original Xbox, I always got the original Xbox version uh, because it had it was clearer picture, uh, performed a little bit better, and uh, you know I I am one of those people that enjoyed the Duke controller. I did not buy the Duke re-release, uh, but uh, I have I had no problem with the Duke, but the S controller was was uh, was the bee's knees, like the uh, the precursor to the Xbox 360 controller, which I still think is the best controller Xbox ever did. Um, and thoroughly enjoyed that, um, and then even with from the from that to the 360. Um, I played a lot. I, I played just, you know, because the PS3 didn't come out till a year later. And we all know the history of the second job and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did not get a PS3 until well into the life cycle. I got picked up one up at GameStop. Uh, and, you know, on 360, you know, like they say that the year of 2000, what was it, 2007 uh, or 2006 was like the, you know, like the the new golden age of gaming, of modern gaming. You know, you had um, uh, Bioshock came out with a whole, you know, a whole bunch of other games. Uh, although personally, I thought Bioshock was great, but I thought the ending was stupid. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just couldn't rock with that ending. I agree. Dumb. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, and Halo 2, uh, well, Halo 2 was kind of like between the, was, wasn't Halo 2 like an original Xbox and through, or was that a 360 release? Uh, I thought, it was original it was Xbox. Original Xbox. Okay. So Halo 2 kind of, kind of came out. Uh, I bought that. Uh, then when the, when I got the 360, I jumped into the online space and tried to and play a little Halo 2. Uh, and uh, I think like the f- one of the first lobbies I jumped into was like a basically a clan meeting, like literally like a clan meeting. It was like you know they were talking about you know f the Jews, f the f the f the n words, and you know. <laughs> They, like one of them uh, like, that's a lot. shoot 
Oh yeah, yeah. When I, I jumped yeah, down, I, I was tripping for what I was listening to. This and we're like, man, you need to, uh, you you you. I'll bet you shoot you shoot like an N word. It's like like what the hell? Are you wow. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So uh, from that point on, I did not jump into uh, uh, random lobbies. Uh, and I remember I started uh, right around a little bit after that. I got I started getting into podcasts, and uh, Major Nelson had a had a podcast going on about that. And they had one of the guys who was chief of Xbox Live, and they are talking about the well. They didn't call it toxicity they, back then. They called it uh, the you know re- call it what it was. You know racism. And, uh, and that was going on in the open lobbies, and they were talking. And he was talking about back then that they could track what was said on their servers on that service. Oh, most definitely. And it's like, well, if you guys can do that, you guys could have been shut. Could have been done. Shut this nonsense down. It's like you didn't want to, because it would have been a loss of revenue. And I I remember specifically that. Uh, major Nelson podcast that I had that I listened to in which he was talking about how they could go back into any moment in time since these servers went online and once a, a report was made they can go back and listen to it and they could they if you can listen to it you can isolate who said it and you could also shut them down, but they, you know, we <laughs> they never did that because they, in in all honesty, they didn't care because revenue is revenue, and uh, they don't care if uh, if it's being if racist is there or not. As long as his, as long as his monthly subscription comes through, that's all they really cared about. Yep. Uh, wow. So, and you know, and, and there was, and like I said, also with the three hundred and sixty, a lot of really good third-party ports, Bayonetta being one of my favorites. Uh, but that also moved me into the, you know, the problems. Uh, and uh, and that be the, my issue with the Xbox was the Red Ring. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll post the Red Ring, come to find out that the press got hand-soldered consoles, meaning that they knew that there was a problem with the manufacturing and they had gone in the consoles that were handed out to the press for free. None of those red ring. And I can't remember. It was either IGN or it was one or GameSpot. It was one of them that I was listening to back in the day. No, it was, um, uh, Xbox 360 fanboy, <laughs> even though it wasn't a fanboy podcast. Um, they one of the one of the hosts was working for another uh, media outlet at the time, and he basically broke the beans. He said the the units that the press received, the Xbox 360 press received, were hand soldered uh, with regard to the area on the chipset that was causing the red ring. So that's it's an issue that they knew about, you know before this this thing went to manufacturing. I mean, that's the only solution there is when you give the press, uh, the press units, you know, are still working, <laughs> you know. Um, and I went through eight red rings. Hmm. 
you know, I was one of those people uh, hanging out with Joe at Best Buy looking for the uh, Zephyr, what was it, Zeppelin or Zephyr chipset because that was supposed to be the <laughs> the, the chipset that didn't red ring. Uh, yep. Fortunately, with every console that I bought, I bought an extended warranty. And uh, with Best Buy, uh, they have they they had in store replacement. So uh, I was in there back in the day. They used to have the consoles in like open piles uh, in Best Buy, and uh, we were <laughs> after one day both of us. I can't remember if if uh, you were trying to replace a red ring as well, but we were both looking for that specific skew. Uh, that Joe had uh, told me what what to look for, and we were looking for that specific. Oh, good times. Yeah, I, I had one red ring, and I had the towel trick it, and then uh, towel trick it, and trade it in, and like grit my teeth while the GameStop people were trying to like you know fire it up. It actually red ring for a second, and then they fired it up again, and it went. Uh, it was okay. So, mm. so, so yeah. I never had any. I was lucky. You were very, you were very fortunate. Yeah, never I had. had a red ring. I had eight of them, and when number and the the cold thing about it was number eight red ringed. It was the unit. It was from Best Buy. Uh, Best Buy called me and said, "Hey, your console is ready for pickup." Uh, it came. It, I picked up my console the same day that uh ost uh halo ost uh no halo reach came out and i picked it picked up the console picked up halo o uh, halo reach and plugged it in that thing went didn't even get a title screen it went right to red ring and i said i'm done i i, I can't do this anymore and that in that began a battle with Best Buy because they said that we're not going to honor this because I had already done like two or three of my eight. <laughs> the first group was through GameStop. Uh, the next mm. one, uh, some kind of way I wound up um, with the uh, tra uh, transitioning over to Best Buy because I think uh, GameStop uh, stopped uh, honoring the in-store uh, replacement. I want to say that that happened. And when my last one from GameStop croaked, they gave me a refund, like a cash refund for the 360. And I just bought the next one at Best Buy because they were still doing the in-store. And when number eight re, uh, croaked, they were not going to honor it. So I had to go and say, well, you didn't have a, you didn't have a, uh, the in-store coverage and we're not covering these units anymore. As I was like, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> so that turned into a big old fight. And I had to go into the, uh, Joe directed me to the uh, customer service uh best buy uh what do you call corporate, it right yeah their the corporate uh 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 forum on their web on their on their website and i had to file a formal complaint 
And so what eventually happened was Best Buy sent me a gift card for the original price of the 360. So I actually wound up getting more money. <laughs> and mm. ironically, I used that to buy a Wii. <laughs> to buy a Wii. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, at some I, point you gotta keep. Not, I can't. I can't yeah. rock this paper mache <laughs> console anymore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can understand. I could totally understand. But I mean, as uh, so it ended on a bad note. <laughs> and but the as far as the titles that came out, I mean, Microsoft back then was hungry. They were they were trying to compete with with Sony for the for the living room space. I mean, and they had a a, a variety of games. You know, they had a Togi. Uh, you know, some of the, they had um, Crimson Skies, Mech Assault. Just this wide variety of first and second party titles that uh, that you just didn't find anywhere else. You know, yeah. these very you know they took chances. You know, like Blinks the Time Cat, which was like which was a which was a terrible game, but you got to give them credit. You have to give them credit for for at least trying to compete in that uh, 3D mascot platformer space. Uh, you know, and, and you know, the Xbox was the reason why I I transitioned to uh, broadband. Uh, broadband was kind of expensive back in the day. I mean, not yes, that it's it not was. not that it's not cheap now, really, but it was really expensive back in the day. And when the original Xbox came out, um. I was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna pony up the money to get broadband brought into, brought into the house. Uh, so, yeah, you know. So I've, it's been, it's been a, a love hate relationship between me and mm -hmm. and Microsoft consoles. You know, I I know, you know, the 20th anniversary is supposed to be, you know, the positive, uh, you know everything positive about that you know because that's what anniversaries are celebrating but uh you know it was it was an abusive relationship <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I i don't mean to laugh but that was facts <laughs> facts facts like y'all y'all beat me <laughs> hmm. all right yeah. Um, you got any more, Kev? Are you good? That's it. That's it. Okay. I was gonna pass it off to, to Joe. Okay. Let's so see. we're gonna we're gonna read some oh. read some 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 viewer viewer responses or listener responses. So Captain Mike M on Twitter says, uh, when the OG launched, my wife girlfriend at the time and I would play Dead or Alive three, and amped Christmas of two thousand and five. She surprised me with the three sixty. She's been very good to me over the years with gaming, and I think, and I think that's the thing I take away: how lucky I've been and continue to be. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's fantastic. Um, Willie D on Discord says three comes to mind: playing Halo multiplayer with my brothers and friends, almost as good as NHL hockey on the Genesis, Mass Effect trilogy, a defining RPG, and Battlefield Four. So much fun. 
And then uh, Gerald on Discord says, oh, man, I have so many good memories playing Halo for the first time and also playing games like Fable. I just love those Western RPGs. I must have put hundreds of hours on Elder Scroll Oblivion. I remember the horse armor DLC. Also, I have to agree with uh, at Will D playing the Mass Effect games is so much fun. There will there are so many Xbox memories. I have to agree, one hundred percent. So, Joe, uh, what are some of the um, what are some of the memories that you have? Uh, good memories of Xbox, Xbox 360, uh, Xbox One. I mean, eh, it's okay, but uh, I'm kind of coming around now to the series consoles and whatnot on there. Uh, original Xbox, I remember me and my friends at the time, Scott and Terry, we uh, went and did the whole wait in line thing at Best Buy, and then we mm. uh, were waiting out there like till like – like I think we got out there like three or four o'clock in the morning and we're waiting in line and then target next door. This is, this is in uh, river park in Fresno target open. And I, I just cut out a line real quick. And I went with Scott to see if a target had any Xboxes and lo and behold, they did. And they had no line. So it's like, <laughs> so we ducked out of the line and we all, all of us went and bought our Xboxes at target and, you know, went to, I think Best Buy afterwards to maybe uh, scope up some games, that kind of thing. You know, at launch, my thing is this, I viewed Xbox as kind of an extension of, of the Dreamcast in a way because, you know, we knew that Sega was going to make games for it on there. You know, I didn't really have Halo on my radar. I wound up picking it up later that, like, uh, launch window and enjoyed it. But uh, to me, like, Xbox was, like, stuff like, you know, Project Gotham Racing, uh, and also, you know, Dead or Alive 3, yep. you know, checking that out on there. That was my thing. And then yep. I always kind of looked at my Xbox as being um, the place where if I knew a game was going to run the best on it, which normally in that generation they did, um, I would grab it for that. I mean, uh, I was kind of down on PlayStation 2 because I thought Sony was too arrogant. Uh, I felt like they uh, pushed... Uh, Sega out of the marketplace with some of their uh, attitudes with uh, that PlayStation 2. And, you know, obviously I enjoy the PlayStation 2 quite a bit, but, uh, you know, I, you know, when the 360 uh, came out afterwards, I like, I was in, in it to win it. I remember me and my friend Mark at the time were uh, driving around and we wound up grabbing a 360 off of, uh, out of Costco of all places. On there, I didn't want to wait in line at Best Buy again. Uh, I learned that, those lessons, and uh, you know, lo and behold, if you look at for a PS3 Best Buy launch Fresno, California, you can see the riot that happened in front of the store, and obviously, it wasn't there. <laughs> I was kind of I was kind of down on the PS3 when it initially came out. I did not buy one at launch. I was kind of poo-pooing it with the $600 launch price and whatnot. And uh, sounds like Joe, yeah. But I wound up buying it like a, like a month later, anyway, just because one fell on my lap. But you know, Joe was all piff piff. Yes, piff piff, <laughs> indeed. But you know, uh, up till I think about 2008, 2009, Xbox was you know uh, a definite tentpole platform. I mean, I remember all the good games. I remember that they, when they cared about Japan, when they had Tales of Vesperia come out, Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, 
I felt like Microsoft was like, you know, doing what they needed to do. But then the Wii happened and of course connect and, you know, everyone talking about connect and everything under the sun with that. And, you know, I've talked about on the show where I kind of felt like uh, Xbox kind of lost the way at that point on there and they kind of went away from what drove them at least initially to the market. And obviously from that point on, I mean, I kind of felt that the Xbox was cool, but PS3 was a little bit better. Sony was doing a better job with software and that obviously shook out during the Xbox One because uh, that launch was like disastrous then from there. But for me, um, you know, I did buy an Xbox One. I sold it. Then wound up picking up the Xbox One X. I think, Kev, you were probably the same way where, uh, you know, we kind of kicked Xbox One to the curb at some point because as much as you want to promise me a Crackdown 3, that that game didn't come out for a long time. Scale down with, you know, in the toilet. and uh, Okay, only good memories now. Come on. I know, I know. <laughs> only but, good memories. All right. And, you know, the funny thing, I'm sorry, is that we've, We've all owned we've owned every Xbox console that's come out since the original. Yeah. You know, so I I don't really think it's it would be fair to say that we're you know that we're, you know quote unquote haters of haters. Xbox. Yeah. Uh, it's just that we were it, you know just speaking for myself, I was hoping to get that same energy, that same hunger that I saw with the original and that first half of the xbox 360 life cycle you know wanting to see that continue uh throughout the other iterations of the console and and, it it just didn't happen you know i'm staring at a series x right now so it's not like you know it's not we're not haters (laughs) yeah so those are those are my main memories and i want to go on and talk about the history of xbox i think i've done this before so apologize on there, no, but uh, I enjoy, enjoy the series. I think uh, Games Pass is a good service. I think it's a good uh, um, service that is doing well for what it's doing. It's not going to be like, you know, I think the analogy I always use is not going to be my main course as far as what I consume games with, but it's always good to, to see what's, what's on Games Pass and see what's popping up. And so, um, yeah, that's Xbox for me in a nutshell. So, Cool. And I could continue to be an Xbox fan, so we'll see. I think we all will, but yeah. all righty. So, uh, Vic on Twitter says, My favorite memories in the last 20 years was playing online for the first time on the OG Xbox. The two games that I played in the beginning were Final Fantasy Online and Crimson Skies. Back Fantasy in Star Online. Mm-hmm. I remember said, getting, what was that? You said Final Fantasy Online. Sorry, Fantasy Star Online. Sorry. Uh, back in 2003, I remember getting cursed out for the first time playing Skies and excellent and excellent cooperation playing uh, original PSO. Those two games changed changed everything for me. And last, certainly not least, the Davies Mr. Matt on Twitter says, "My wife, my wife bought me the original Xbox for Christmas one year. Spent the whole day playing Halo. We'll never forget that. Oh, so sweet. Um." So for for me, and thank you for everyone who for took the time to to respond. We always we always appreciate it. Um, and Kev will definitely give you a little more shout out towards the end. But for me, um, Dead or Life Three 
Dead or Alive 3 was was my jam. It was my game. I played the crap out of that game. It was the fighting game for me to end all fighting games. I absolutely adored it, and to this day, I still adore it. Just a, just a really good game. Um, I played the Shihu out of that. And then the last one uh, was, was <laughs> it would have to be uh, the original um, Couture, or Knights of the Old Republic. I played the hell out of that game. I actually stayed home from work, called out, uh, and stayed home and it, like literally I became a meme because I was just like I just would stay and stay at home and wrap myself in a cover and play that game for like eight hours a day it was it was bananas I was who I was in it to win it with that game um and yeah I for the longest time it was only Xbox I thought Xbox just looked better than PlayStation just felt better than PlayStation and it was just the it was just the the game that I or the system that I wanted to play and then uh Joe at the time was super in, into it as well so I was just like okay what's so good about this game oh let's or the system let's see and so I was sitting down and and I would just play these games and and they were just they were just fantastic and it was just just really good and then and then playing the first pso you know joe was like hey there's this pso game and i'm like what is it and i was kind of like yeah, i don't know and then he was like no it's really good and so i said okay and so i bought it and i was hooked we played that game you know tons of times together so so yeah uh, just x Xbox is, is what has always been fantastic for me. Um, and it's no, it's no, you know, no question that, yeah, I did fall off for a little bit, but, but um, I think it's slowly making its way back uh, to prominence. So we'll see. All we can do is just, you know, continue to be fans and play the games, you know, that we want to um, on, on, on these systems. So so yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. What, one other thing, yeah. uh, we would be remiss not to mention this, but not just with Xbox Live, but the the party feature. Yeah, the party feature was really a godsend because you could actually play online and not have to deal with the nonsense. Like you could put yourself into a solo party, a party of one. And jump into a, you know, not that I play Call of Duty or anything like that, but you could put yourself into a a, a party of one and jump into a random uh, a random lobby and just be completely isolated from the nonsense. Now, that would mean that you probably couldn't play uh, modes that required more communication. Mm-hmm. But if you were just going in there, you know, like Team Death Kill or something like that. Um, it that was just a godsend, and then you were just kind of isolated from the BS that takes that takes place online. So, um, I know for I know for me, uh, I play fight I play fighting games online, or when I when I do play them, uh, I put myself in a party, <laughs> and. You know, at that point, it doesn't matter what the other person is saying because you never you never hear them. Um, And they really set the pace for what PlayStation had to had to do uh, beginning with the PS3, because when the PS3 following the success of the PS2, Sony just underestimated 
uh, online play on a console. They they really, when you look at at what PSN was back then, you can tell that it was almost like it was just thrown together at the last minute. Uh, nowhere near the number of features. It was just something that caught uh, the uh, Sony off guard. This draw of playing games online. So you know. Definitely don't want to talk about the you know, 20 years of Xbox without mentioning uh, Xbox Live and the uh, the party feature, which were definite definite game changing in the industry. Agreed, agreed. So happy birthday Xbox! Uh, may you have 20 more. And uh, yeah, thank you everybody to take for who took the time out to uh respond we really appreciate it um and again at the end kevin will definitely give you all a special shout out again so our uh next question or a question for uh next year sorry for next year for uh for next because we're, we're approaching the end um so i'm kind of like oh what are we gonna do for this for this next year but anyway uh our next um uh, question is what classic arcade franchise would you like to see uh coming like redone i'm talking about galaga miss pac-man centipede which classic and it has to be a classic uh arcade game would you love to see like get get a revival um i think this would be really a really good conversation uh to have because i think a lot of us uh, cut our teeth in in the arcades back in the day, and I just would love to see what classic you know quarter gobbler, you know, would you like to see just get like a, a really really uh, super not a port or anything, just a reimagining, you know. And what do you think that reimagining could be? Like you can you can just say what quite what game you think it is or, or how you think it it could be updated. Uh, for the times, but I think it'd be really cool to hear what you guys were thinking. You know, you know, it could it, it just anything. Black Tiger, uh, Turok. You know, I, I know some of these have been done, but I would love to see what what other uh, what other classic arcade you know cabinet games do you think you know would would really um, would really need would, would do really well by having an update. So uh that's it uh for the main event uh so i'll push it on back over to you kev okay so our next topic on our docket is going to be the news all right trader joe you on deck all right speaking of old arcade games uh one thing i'm going to mention uh, first thing is uh Atari is going to be bringing out a remastered reimagining of the original space shooter Asteroid. So Asteroids <laughs> Recharged is being reimagined for modern gameplay with quote unquote vibrant visuals, new abilities, and another an original soundtrack on there. So I did happen to take a look at this, but uh, it does look like a kind of a remix of the original arcade Asteroids on their vector graphics so it's kind of looking like geometry wars a bit on there and it's coming out for everything under the sun on december 14th it's coming out for uh playstation 5 xbox series playstation 4 xbox one switch pc uh, both on steam and epic game store and also on the atari vcs the uh, newly launched system from atari that everyone's razzing on but uh 
that's coming out. So, you know, if, if your answer was to Desmond's question, was the original Asteroids, you got your wish. And Yay. it's coming out pretty soon. So, and it does have local co op. So, it's, it looks kind of cool. I don't know what you guys' opinion of the original Asteroids. I enjoyed it immensely back in the day. I thought it was like, great. Great. Yes. Yeah, I, that, I've always loved the original Asteroids. I thought they were, I, I thought it was, I mean, it's the silly game. You know, it's just so weird. So I, I it looks fun. Like I'm like, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. I mean, I remember playing a lot of our arcades myself and when the twenty six hundred version of Asteroids came out, I was uh happy than the pig and shit. So I don't know. Uh, how about That's you, Kev? Um, well, you know, I played Asteroids. I was never uh like a super fan of it. Uh, but I did enjoy it. This is, um, I think this might be kind of sort of what we, we, you know, what we're thinking about, you know, for our, our question of the week next week. It, a little bit uh, looking at it, it's, I, I mean, I, I definitely want to play it for sure. I definitely want to get a hold of it. Um, I don't know if it's going to have like a, you know, a super in-depth <laughs> narrative. But... I hope not. You know, I know at one time <laughs> I, yeah, that they know. were going to make an Asteroids movie for some god. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's Why like, not? Oh. Hey, yeah. let's take that script and put it in the game. You know, it, actually, yeah. that might work better for a game. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, it looks, it, it looks really good. And I'll probably be, I'll probably be picking it up. It just depends on the price. If it's thirty bucks, I ain't catching it. Well, no. Love me, but yeah, I mean, this seems like it would be, you know, twenty and under should yeah. be a good price for this. Or maybe I, I, it, I have a feeling it'd probably be thirty though, just because it's asteroids. I hope not. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think for me, most would be fifteen and. Uh, I was trying to do a little crack research to see if I could nail down a price, but uh, no, I've been able to nail down a price. So, I so it's not super crazy. Yeah, I think nine ninety nine or less would be appropriate. So. Yeah. So we'll see, but uh, you know, color all of us interested. So. Mm-hmm. All right, and then another game that uh, I wasn't sure because it's been in the works for a long time. Uh, we always reference because you know Titan Quest was originally created uh, back in the day, and then uh, some of its creators uh, left Iron Lore Entertainment, and uh, they founded their own company, Crate Entertainment, and they eventually brought out Grim Dawn. Grim Dawn uses the uh, same engine that uh, that Titan Quest runs on uh, on the original PC, and so. Uh, Grim Dawn initially came out in 2013 on uh, PC, kind of in the same vein as Titan Quest, an uh, action RPG with lots of loot, and they've been kind of iterating on it ever since. They had like three different expansions on there. Uh, they eventually released the game on Steam. It went to like uh, Kickstarter and whatnot. It came out in February 2016. And they've been meaning to do a console version for a while, and they have been working on an Xbox version of said game for a long time. And so uh, it's finally ready to come to market, and it's coming out on December 3rd. Um, It is going to be a hot list price of $54.99, but that pretty much matches the Steam price for 
the definitive edition with all the uh, expansions on there. And so uh, I let Desmond know about this because we've always been interested. I own it on Steam, but uh, so do I. Know, something about playing it with a controller versus the uh, mouse and keyboard. And we talked ad nauseum <laughs> on this show about us just being used used to playing Diablo action RPGs using a controller you know so but this game does include the original grim dawn downloadable content crucible and the expansions ashes ashes of malmouth and forgotten gods on there and we are in it to win it you could do a class in the game there is uh, lots of loot in the game uh, hundreds of item skills uh, lots of quests so you know you think of diablo 2 uh, in the same vein you're going to think of this game as well on there so it's just something in that same wheelhouse hundreds of hours of gameplay if you happen to put the time into it so so we'll definitely um, be playing it me and des will be playing it i'm not sure if this is something you're interested in kev because uh, i know diablos are kind of from what you told me before uh you know you put you plug them in you start playing then you start dozing fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but uh, you know, color me wrong if you're gonna play this. At all. I um I actually looked at the gameplay. I looked up some gameplay. It was on the PC, yeah, and uh, it looked a little bit more in depth than what I'd be, you know. Oh yeah, it's it's they did they basically took the 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 blueprint for Titan Quest and just made it so much better. Yeah, yeah, I I I am super ready for this game. Yeah, there's like roguelike dungeons, there's recipe crafting in the game, um, and so there's a lot of little more in, in intricacies a bit. Um, you know, I was kind of poking around just to find out a little bit more information about the game, too. Uh, going to their website, going to the Reddit, and taking a look. And it's kind of interesting that they've been working on this. It's been like a pet project of like a one or two programmers there at crate and they said people were asking well how is it going to run on the series consoles and they said well we don't know because we they haven't been able to get a hold of a series uh, development kit yet <laughs> so you got companies that are actually working on games for xbox that for whatever reason they just can't get a hold of a series uh development kit and so they can't guarantee any sort of uh 60 frames they said they're developing developing the game for xbox one and it's going to be 1080p and 30 frames a second and uh, see what they could do later on just in case if uh you know they happen to get a hold of the series development kit to kind of open it up i'm kind of hoping that they unlock the frame rate that way the series can kind of just take its uh power brute brute force power and be able to play it a little bit better resolution on there. It's kind of a shame that these smaller developers are not getting the support uh, on there. And who knows? I, you know, it could be me just saying Microsoft's not supporting these guys, but maybe flip the script and say micro, maybe they can, they didn't want to spend money on the development kit either. Cause they could probably runs in the tens of thousands of dollars too. So it just depends. So. Either way, I'm happy we're getting it. And I had something that I've wanted for a very long time, so I will be supporting it. For sure. All right, next thing I'm going to talk about briefly here is kind of something that came out of the blue. So, uh, you know, back in the day, me and Des, and I don't know if you played it too, Kev, um, you know, um, 
Sony used to own a particular company that got sold, uh, the original developers of EverQuest. And um, they also brought out a little game called DC Universe Online. And it was like one of the first MMOs that are actually on the PlayStation 3 on there and they've been plugging away um they eventually basically became the separate company called daybreak they got sold from sony on there and um they are working on it's been confirmed uh mmo for marvel on there so that they're gonna actually be the same lead designer that did dc universe online is in in the process of creating a um Marvel MMORPG on there and it's in the mm-hmm. in the works. And I don't know. One don't of know. the main uh developers, it's being led by Jack Emeritt, who co-founded Cryptic Studios and, and did the City of Heroes franchise back in the day. And uh, he currently leads the 10-year-old DC Universe online. So I don't know if this is something that you'd be interested in, Desmond. I know I haven't played DCU in a, in a while, but I know that it's still going and there's people out there that are still playing this game. Uh, I, Yeah, um, it does. I don't know. I just don't know because this is, when I read it, it says that it's in the future. It's a future yeah. uh, thing. Uh, so I'm not so sure that we're going to get it uh in a while or not or what's really yeah it's a 2023 game at the earliest yeah yeah or yeah 2023 and so the one thing that i i worry about is so dc online right now is a dumpster fire um i don't it's just not very good so so I'm. I wonder what's going to happen with this. Um, I assume you're going to be able to create your own character. You're going to be able to. Uh, once you create your own character, you're going to be able to um, run around with Iron Man, with you know whoever else is around, which is fine. I'm. I'm. I'm here for it, and I will probably I will probably play it just to see what's going on. But uh, part of me is a little, you know, I, I'm skeptical. I'm I'm holding my breath to see exactly what is going to come of it, and I wonder if it's going to be free. Um, are we going to have to pay something for this? And to be quite honest, I would hope that they would do something like ESO or Final Fantasy 14 and follow that model because I would rather pay seriously I would rather pay than have it be free and completely suck ass like I can't <laughs> I can't deal with that like seriously I I just do not want that to happen to this so you know, Marvel, if you're listening, whoever needs to listen, please, I'm begging you, you know, don't, don't, don't do me dirty. I know you're used to it and you don't really give a shit. You're fine with that. Just please, please, if you're going to give me a proper MMO um, with whatever, and I think it's going to, what, it might be about Civil War. And so you're going to have heroes fighting heroes because Civil War was the one the Civil War franchise or that storyline is the is the most ripe for uh, for having people uh, have to fight each other. So you would 
possibly, you know, side with Cap or Iron Man. Um, I, the reason why I say that is because in the article, it, it, it literally says Civil War at the beginning. So I'm thinking that might have been a might have been a uh, a hint as to the the um, the term uh, terminology, the um, the um, direction. Yeah, exactly. The, the direction that they are going um, with this. And if that and if Civil War is the direction, that's fine. I do wish that it was something cooler than Civil War, but you know, hey, I can't, I can't be, you know, upset about it. You know, I think either one is, either one would be fine. So um, as long as it has a good backbone, I mean, I don't know. I got bored of DCU, but I know we're in it to win it for a minute on PS3 because it's but, good because uh, it was good, yeah. you know. And then and then it just like the children took over and it went to shit. Like I like kids next 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 body the next body, but but them kids destroyed that game because like you go into it now and because it's free, every like every Tom Dick and Charlie is in that game or Maggie and they're playing it and it's it's all kids talking shit about you know people and you know it just I just don't want it to be that. You know, and I think one of the ways to do that is to charge a, a, a small fee for it or or have it be free. But then, you know, expansions, you know, you can you can pay for just just I just want something that's just a little bit, you know, that that, that will just deter the looky lose. You know, and if that sounds elitist, I'm sorry, but but it just sometimes, you know, free is not all that it's cracked up to be is all I'm saying. So, yeah, I'm a hundred percent agreement with you on that. Uh, so charge to keep charge to keep some of these these less desirables off. But yeah, I tried DCU on the PS3 for maybe like a couple of days and immediately deleted it. Right. It's just uh... Um, yeah. It, it was. I mean, again, I'm I'm not that target audience for uh, MMO anyway. Uh, when I think of an action game, you know, I lean, you know, like Ninja Gaiden, Devil May Cry, and I'm, I download, it took, you know, however many hours it took for <laughs> to download it to the PSN, and I jump in and create my character, and my dude has his animations, combat animations, are like I'm using a elementary school flip book, and I'm like, okay, I tried did a couple missions. I can't even remember who my mentor was. I want to say it was Batman. Uh, but I was like, okay, I beat up a couple of guys. And I'm like, I no, I can't do this. <laughs> I just deleted it. it. You know, and I never played with anybody, never got into a guild or a group or teamed up. It, it was, I just was not in love with the mechanics that I saw. Oh. And I understand that, you know, they, the MMO starts you out is super basic and you build your character up and you're able to do more cooler stuff as you earn or buy the, abil- the abilities such as they are. But again, if, if the basics look like a flip book and, and I, I it's just not going to hold my I, I'm a I'm a brawler snob and stuff that may not bother most people bothers me when it comes to beat em ups or a game that allows you to do a melee character 
So yeah, so I, I again, I'm not that target audience. So 100. I'll probably just <laughs> just we'll see. Like all I can you say, guys, is, talk about it. <laughs> yeah, all I can say is we'll see, and um, we'll see. And well, uh, if any anyone out there is still playing DCU on the modern consoles, because it's on Xbox and also PlayStation Four at least, and um i don't know if anyone out there is having good experience i know probably jason out of all of our listeners would probably be able to tell us if if dcu is worth it or not so yeah let us know if it's if it's changed or gotten better again these are these are for me it's at least a year old impression so we'll see all right next thing says speaking of playstation 3 uh there's been some movement in the um fan world regarding the playstation 3 and some online servers so there's a fan group out there uh entitled ps1 uh, playstation online network emulated and what they are doing is that they are going in and, and creating servers for old uh, playstation 3 games and so they are working and they have brought up servers uh, for old PS3 games, including Warhawk, SOCOM Confrontation, Killzone 2, Twisted Metal Black, Calling All Cars, and now they have uh, brought up a server for the original MotorStorm on there. And so they are basically creating online servers for these old games, and they have instructions. These are not for emulators. These are for actually playing off of your PlayStation 3 on there and they commented a couple days ago that they are working on with uh, a group of fans to bring back playstation home as well so on there i don't know why you want to bring the back playstation home but you know i don't know either (laughs) i don't know either (laughs) i kind of welcome this i think it's kind of cool that they are bringing up old servers again uh, does that kind of bring you back a bit? I, I know you don't have a PS3 anymore, Kev, but. Uh... Yeah, uh, MotorStorm was a lot of fun. Uh, there was a po- a PlayStation-centric podcast that was kind of loosely partnered with a, with a video game um, a forum site, and I can't remember... Uh, I talk about it, like PS Nation back in yeah, the Yeah, it was PS Nation and I can't remember the website that they used to be the the games forum that they used to be affiliated lit with. But I was a member of that forum and I used to jump into the uh weekly Saturday Motorstorm races and I used to do that. I I had a lot of fun playing that game. Uh but yeah, I I do wish that there was that 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 is one of the franchises that I would like to see Sony resurrect. Because uh, MotorStorm was a lot of fun. I even like the um, that one where you were racing during the apocalypse. Yeah, because uh, there's three games. There's like yeah. MotorStorm, um, Pacific Rift, and then Pacific Apocalypse. Rift, was the last the apocalypse, one. yeah. A lot of people hated on Apocalypse. I thought it was a lot of fun. It it, it gave me uh, oh gosh, what was that Disney racer that came out back in the day? Split second. You, yeah, split second. It gave me split second vibes. Was was yeah, split second is an excellent arcade racer if you haven't played it. 
Uh, I know it's on uh, Steam. You can get it on Steam for a uh, for a song and a dance now. But it I I have been a big I've been a, a fan of uh, Motorstorm the Motorstorm series. So that is definitely a one I'd like to see them bring back and maybe. It re- in a reboot, they could maybe bring back the best features of all three games, yeah. and kind of put them into into one into one title that's going to bring it, you know, reboot it. I, yeah. I hope because I know the Evolution Studios kind of got dissolved after Drive Club, and they went off, and a lot of them are working for Codemasters now. Mm-hmm. which got bought out by EA. But, uh, you know, I think the last game they worked on was Dirt 5, as far as some people that were a part of the original Motor Storm team. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if they could bring it back. Uh, Sony obviously felt at the time to dissolve the studio, just like they did with uh, Sony Liverpool, that mm-hmm. created the original Wipeout, you know, uh, part of the old Cygnosis group on there so we'll see what's up i mean they got plenty of old ip in their back catalog to kind of pull from but in the meantime if you do have a playstation 3 still uh, that is definitely something you could go in change the um settings into the router uh, not to the right to the internet settings on there so you can hook up to these servers and play mm-hmm. on there so so just kind of an interesting bent it's something to make a note of uh, next thing i want to mention briefly is that there's been some news about babylon's fall i was not invited to the latest uh, beta but i was invited to their discord and um you know their recent uh, beta closed beta ended but some people were notating you know why is all this gear from final fantasy 14 in the game I guess from what they've seen is that there was a ton of armor and gear from Final Fantasy XIV and even some emotes in the game. And uh, they commented and basically updated to say that, uh, that you know, uh, they didn't want these, uh, you know, content to go to waste, quote-unquote. They are reusing some of the Final Fantasy XIV gear for Babylon's Fall. And they had an official statement talking about it. Uh, Yoshida-san, the uh, director of Final Fantasy XIV, said uh, when I first heard the plan for Babylon's Fall, I thought to myself, wow, he's making a hardcore action hack and slash game. I'm kind of jealous. But at the same time, he thought preparing all of the gear variations needed for the gameplay is going to be really difficult. You know, a hack and slash game is far more enjoyable when numerous items and gears are available. So uh, they felt that uh, they could lend their assistance and basically reuse some of the assets from Final Fantasy XIV for the game. And uh, they figured, you know, there's so many assets here. Why would we want to just limit them to Final Fantasy XIV alone? That's where the whole thing started on there. And they're going to be working with uh, the Babylon's Fall team to uh, make sure that the... design changes uh, are done effectively so that the this gear that they're using in the closed beta right now kind of fits in the Babylon's Fall world on there. And I want to get your take, Kev, because uh, I don't think it bothers me uh, that much. I don't think it would bother you, but I could be wrong. So what's your no, take on this? No, I, I really don't think it's necessarily an issue. Um, 
you know, gear and emote data, I mean, that's not really critical stuff. I mean, the gear, you know, but gear and emotes, I, I'm not really worried about all that. It would be one thing if they were saying yes, and we're, you know, combat animations and weapons, uh, you know, weapon effects and uh, how it affects your 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 combat abilities and yeah that would be one thing but gear and emotes eh, that's not major and again it costs money r&d is expensive uh you know well maybe r&d is the wrong wrong terminology to use for game development but game to game development is expensive and being able to reuse assets not only cuts down on your development time but it also saves you a little bit of money so I, I'm not I'm not going to give them any grief over this at all. Uh, no, I think it's I'm smart business. Smart business. Yeah, and I don't see the issue. I mean, if I played a bunch of Final Fantasy XIV and then want to go off and play some Babylon's Fall, it's like uh, then it's something where I might be going, huh? What you know? But you know, they stated that you know their budget is not unlimited. That uh, Basically, because this is a new IP uh, that, uh, you know, obviously they're all limited as far as what they could do to develop. And they figured they had enough um, assets available to kind of extend. And a lot of the gear that is available from Final Fantasy XIV is in the beginning or middle portion of the game, which is a lot where the closed beta kind of fit in with the phase that they're in right now. So, yeah. I think a lot of these are the same people that said that, you know, well, the animation of Kratos getting out of the boat is the same as the 2018 God of War. It's like, y'all need to chill. <laughs> for real, for real. You know, it's like assets are, are expensive to develop, and if you can reuse them in your next project, you know, do that. You know, but I don't know. I think people just got to have something to something to bark about for sure and then last but not certainly least i said i wasn't going to mention this game anymore on the show but uh, (laughs) might as well dip in on here we've been kind of talking about it but uh marvel's avengers playstation exclusive spider-man dlc which everyone was (laughs) up in arms about previously um how come it, it's a it's a PlayStation exclusive? How can they get this from my Avengers game? Uh, they came out to basically state that the uh, exclusive Spider-Man DLC has no story missions on here. Instead, Crystal Dynamics will be spending time on bits that quote unquote everyone can enjoy. So, uh, Peter Parker's edition will feature audio logs and illustrated cutscenes unlocked by completing in-game challenges and regular Avengers Initiative multiplayer missions. On here, uh, they kind of were hoping that they would get uh, kind of a write-up, just like uh, you know the previous DLC with Black Panther, Hawkeye, and so on and so forth. But uh, you know they were working on the claw raid instead, and so that's where they wanted to dedicate their resources on there um spider-man can play all the content but when we release a piece of content that's good on all platforms really it was the decision that's been that way since the beginning so they basically said because of the fact that 
Spider-Man was only on PlayStation, that uh, they didn't want to create a whole DLC set of missions and whatnot uh, for that character on there. And, of course, we were kind of commenting on the animation of Spider-Man and Marvel's Avengers, and it didn't look exactly uh, it looked top like of trash. the line. It top looked like trash. Line. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, trash. <laughs> I, I think I shared a tweet uh, in our Discord, which I am going to find right now, but basically equated um, Peter Parker. Well, why is it, why it looks like a wh- white woman doing a Zumba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is absolute garbage. And I can't remember who, what YouTuber did the breakdown, but basically Spider-Man's animations are it's actually black panther spliced with a uh, hawkeye they didn't even bother to give give spider-man his own animations and i can't remember the youtube channel that did that breakdown but the web swingers look like he's shooting a uh, silly string it, i mean it, it's absolutely trash so it is just like, you know, Marvel's Marvel's Avengers just continues to amaze me of just how bad this game ha- has just turned out to be. You know, I, I and I realize a lot of people have that that played it and enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I'm 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 the beat 'em up snob, so again, a lot of stuff that bothers me does not bother a lot of people. But this was just. This was just laziness for laziness sake. Uh, <laughs> of, of, of course, you know, you know, the bread is buttered with Marvel's Avengers. And of course, with this uh, Spider-Man edition on the PlayStation, they are going to have 40 different alternative costumes for you to buy. <laughs> for oh, you see, that's where the effort was put. Buy. That's where the effort was put. You oh, know, I mean, to I hell with the, to hell with the in, character itself. Yeah, you can earn it with currency in game, but uh, I think as we talked last episode, <laughs> one player calculated that it would cost over three thousand dollars to purchase every unlockable skin and cosmetic item in Marvel's Avengers. Uh, as a stand, it's right horrible. Now. It's horrible. And then when you when you think about it, I uh, and I was reading, and I know you're not supposed to read the. Uh, the comments, but this one guy had like the right thing. Like he, he basically, or they said, I don't know if it was a woman or a man, but they said, you know, it's like they literally did the, the, the littlest amount they could to get it done and meet their obligations because they even say in the, in the article that you're not going to get any story missions with, with Spider-Man. And they instead put all of their stuff at for the king, the the claw, sorry, the the claw content. So this was just this. It honestly sounded like they were just basically fulfilling a a, a, a contractual obligation. So the whole thing about Spider-Man being an exclusive and all this cool shit. Now, this is just another another you know, poop sprinklings on a shit icicle, you know, on a shit ice cream. That's all it is. So this game, like, and they're going to plug away at it, you know, and, and for folks who like it, you know, great on you. But for me, I, I just can't. I, I just I just can't 
bring myself to be super just just to be okay with it like i just i just can't you know I yeah just, just can't so you can you kind of wonder why marvel's avengers is 9.99 on black friday that's pretty much <laughs> i don't wonder at all like i know why you know it's because it's because they don't give a shit like they don't care they don't care it could have you been know? free to play the way they handled it really so and and it and honestly at this point it should be like it really should be free to play and and they should just have that be the um the way it is you know it's free to play come on play this game if you want if you don't want that's great and then you just you know pay like 9.99 for 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 the extra content that you're going to get you know, at least at least for me, that'd be a lot more honest than, than what's going on right now. So, yeah. So I uh, look at that uh, game at the store and I just want to shake my head. So yeah, can't stand it, it is. I can't know. stand it. And that's all the news for this episode. I know it's a long episode with all of our Black Friday feedback and main event. But uh, thanks for sticking with us for sure. So, yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. <clears throat> contact you can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com that's the email you want to use if you've heard something that you'd like to respond to or if you yourself would like to be on our show and get your opinions on the wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners you're going to want to send that in uh, that email to gamingvessels at gmail.com we also we are also on twitter at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. And you'll find uh, the link to our Discord server there on our Twitter page, as well as whatever podcast aggregate that you use to download our podcast from. Definitely want to encourage you to join our Discord server. There is no uh, waiting period or vetting process. You just click the link and you're in. Uh, as most of you all know, social media has turned into a dumpster fire, and that in- on all subjects of discussion, and that also includes video games, uh, you'll find varied opinions. We are not an echo chamber in our Discord community, but everybody uh, responds to the different viewpoints on gaming with uh, respect, and we're, we're a merry bunch of folks, uh, so I would highly encourage you to join our Discord server and get in on the good discussion over there. Uh, individually, we have our own uh, social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at shownuff 71 That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. At the end, on PlayStation Network, I am shownuff 7 Same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Steam, I mean, I'm sorry, Xbox, I'm Shonuff071, same spelling was 071 at the end. Steam, I'm Shonuff71, same spelling as originally. And on Nintendo Switch, I my friend code is 7658-2155-3309. So, Dez, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All righty, so folks can definitely speak to me at the Nemo 6 on Twitter. On PSN, Steam, Xbox Live, I am Nemo Tigger. That's N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. And on Nintendo, my friend code is 52806674-4519. Please come on in. Uh, and as always, um, 
as as always, please let us know um, how you heard about us. Talk about um, uh, the show because we want to talk to people, not bots. So please, please, please uh, let us know um, how you met us. You know, we don't want to buy any my pillows or anything like that. So thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Joe. Where can folks find you, buddy? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at, under the handle Jabroni Chief, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. Uh, I'm also known as Jabroni Chief on both PlayStation Network and Steam on Xbox, same handle with A374 on the back of it. And my Nintendo friend code, if I ever turn on my Switch again, I gotta do it one day, 4712-5953-1409. All righty, and a special shout out to those who took part in our main event and our Black Friday Hall list uh, sections on our show. Special shout out to Devious Mr. Matt, Vic, uh, also known as Lego Bro, Gerald from our Discord server, Will D, Captain Mike N, and for also uh, Al Burko, who was also uh, part of our Discord community. Special shout out to you, fine folks, because as I always say, without y'all uh, taking part in our uh, in our main events and our special our special discussions, we're just three old dudes yapping into the internet ether. So, don't want to let an episode go by where we don't properly thank those who take time out of their their what I'm sure is busy schedules to interact with us on a weekly basis. So, thank y'all. Uh, for taking the time to do that. So that's going to bring episode of episode 149 of Gaming Vessels to a close. For Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terra, a.k.a. the High Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy, and Ooh. for... <laughs> and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Also known room. as the food, also known as the food max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. I am Shonuff seventy one, aka Digger Dulamite. Bling bling out the sing sing out the whatever <laughs> <No>. else. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop what? Stop all of it. Saying <laughs> hmm. so we'll be back with episode one fifty. In your ears next week. Peace.